Welcome to the first episode of Off the Dome, a podcast. Me, Gio, and Uriel will be starting from here on out. I'm David Martinez, and I like to think I'm a pretty funny guy, pretty chill guy. I play baseball and football. And yeah, I just here to put a smile on your face. Alrighty, well, uh, I guess that leads me to it. Um, I'm Gio. Um, met these guys. Well, I met David a couple of years ago in eighth grade. Um, currently a junior. Uh, met Uriel this year, related to David. Uh, we all like to play on the PS4. I mean, I play football. I've been playing football for a while, and yeah, I'm just here to for the ride. Um, I'm Uriel, Uriel Tapia. Um, I am David's cousin. And I also know Gio, he's David's friend. Um, I've played football my entire life. Uh, I'm a funny guy. At least everybody that I know thinks so. I'm a freshman yeah. in college. About to finish up my first semester finals this week. And yeah, just here to get some laughs while you guys are in quarantine. Let's get it. All right, well, um, this is our first episode, so we're kind of new to it. Don't really judge us like that. Uh, if you are also, listening, tune in every Sunday around four is when, when we will be. Yeah, starting. it's so probably when we're gonna start releasing it. Um, yes. but basically, I'm just doing this to you know, I know everything going on with uh, quarantine, it's kind of a uh, boring and bland. You know, our lives just seem very uh, repetitive right now. I know at least mine does, and um. I know I just need something to put a smile on my face, and I'd like to put a smile on your guys' face, too. So if you guys want to join in, if you guys don't want to join in, um, whoever's listening to this, whoever needs it, I just hope I can uh, make your day a little bit better. And that's why I'm doing this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here for the same thing. I mean, quarantine's been different for all of us, you know, um, good and bad, you know. But uh, it's always it's always nice, especially around these times, to have something new, you know, have, have something, put a smile on your face and... I just think right now we just we all need a a little a little distraction from what's going on and just to find different ways to unite each other. Yeah. Um, I was actually bribed here. Um, <laughs> I was told that if I didn't do this, my family would be was gonna be murdered. So I had to do this. Hey yo hey yo hey yo hey yo cut that out. Hey yo chat. Hey yo my I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, no, nah, I'm pretty much here for the same reason. Um, you know, just put, give a, give a couple laughs to everybody and, you know, myself and my peers and whoever's watching this. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, well, without further ado, this is Off the Dome. We're about to get into our first ever subject. Um, this is going to be a ride that's definitely going to have some ups and downs, um, but I'm ready for it all, and uh, if you guys are too, just be ready to enjoy, listen, sit back, have some fun, hopefully get some laughs out of it. I'm ready if you guys are. Yeah, All right. Um, first subject we have, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's all over the internet, the monoliths that have been appearing everywhere, those like big metal things that have been yeah. appearing everywhere. Um. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, what do you guys think those are? Like, I like personally, in my opinion, I really believe when I first saw them, I don't know why, but I immediately thought Power Rangers. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think, honestly, it's just because when I was younger, Power Rangers was just my go-to show. Like, I had Power Ranger. 
I was a Power Ranger for Halloween like six years in a row. Like it was just like I don't know. Like that's just what I was, and um, that was always the show I watched. That was always what I went to. So I, that's immediately what I thought. I was like, oh, Tommy's coming back. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really heard anything like. I don't really like, pay attention pay attention to that kind of stuff, but like I've seen it like on my Instagram and stuff on my feed about all that. And, and honestly, I don't really believe in that stuff. My dad does; he's all about that. He, you know, he tells me like, "Oh, like uh, it was aliens who like built pyramids and stuff like that." It was like we evolved from aliens, you know. And I'm like, eh, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. I'm not really, it's not really. I don't really like get into it. Like I can if I wanted to, but I don't. I don't because I don't want to. So, yeah, um, the thing is, I don't think it's real. I, I, I don't. I mean, if you look at them and you see like all the different ones, they're all different. The same. It looks, it looks fake. It looks yeah. like it's like just. None of them are the same. Like if you go look at pictures right now, like you'll see the one in yeah. Utah is like cut off like flat up top, and then there was like another yeah. one that has like a yeah, that's the pink ranger. Off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just I don't think it's real. I mean, who put in there? I don't know. I have no idea. But I just I don't I don't think people are making it like or I don't saying like oh the aliens are like coming with signs. Like I mean, I if the aliens are really coming, I don't think they would like <laughs> like come. It was a sign. Like, like yeah, I just freaking come. If aliens were um, to come, I've had over. Uh, three years of experience in uh, Nuketown. Um, <laughs> I am prepared. I got my class built. I got my class built. I got. We have our loadouts. <laughs> I got my ghost on. They can't see me. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. When I first saw it, like I remember, it got to a point in 2020 where everything was just so um, hectic that. There was like that. You guys remember that UFO sighting that the government yeah, released, and like sense. nobody paid attention to it. Yeah, like it was yeah. just like the coronavirus and freaking yeah. people were dying left and right, and celebrities were dying. And there was like everybody was posting on Instagram like, "Oh my god, 2020 is so hectic." We're not even like realizing the fact that there was legitimately like an alien sighting. Yeah. But I actually, I actually, um, I do believe that the government, uh, like tries to distract us with all this is why they have media like like it's like everything like uh like netflix uh tv youtube all this mainstream media stuff is to distract us from what's really going on in the world because if we do like really focus on it then we're just gonna like we're gonna become a rebellious country and they don't want that so that's why they could call this mainstream media there's a there's a youtube video on this i forgot what it was called i'll have to find it later but um is literally talks about like how Disney and how Walt Disney like he's the one who's like uh, the government like the CIA was actually the ones who like ran all like uh, mainstream media and they ran they uh, they were the ones who like who showed what, what we had to watch we didn't choose they literally would air what they wanted damn it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's, it's kind of interesting. That's like that's the stuff that I kind of get into because it's like it, it's true. There's proven facts about it. Like, sure. yeah, the government for sure isn't all that we know. Like, there's a lot. It has to be a lot of secrets. That's just what I believe. There's just a lot of things that we just don't know and that we're not supposed to know. And 
it's kind of scary, you know, it's kind of scary that we don't, that we probably don't know so much about what's going on in the world. Hey, straight up, back to the other topic, Walt Disney, frozen or not frozen, what are your thoughts? I very much believe frozen. Walt Disney is frozen underneath Disneyland. Frozen. You think so? Yeah. I just remember, you remember that one episode of iCarly where they go downstairs and they find the guy's frozen head? Yeah. I think, I think Walt Disney, I think that Nickelodeon was trying to like throw some shade at Disney. I don't know. Uh, no, my thoughts. But yeah, honestly, with the governmental stuff, um, there's obviously things we don't know. Yeah. And there's obvious things that we probably yeah. will never know. Like, I've always wondered about Area 51. Like, you've seen it in movies. You've seen it. Like, you've seen articles about it. But, like, you've never really, like, you can't go there. Like, you can't, like, that's not something you can access. Like, you don't know what they have behind those walls. You don't know where, um, you don't know where things are in there. And, um, I don't know. That's just always been something that's crazy to me. Like, how you can have one place be so popular. Like, if you ask somebody, you go up to somebody, you know Area 51 is, they're going to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you ask them what's inside, they're going to be like, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's just always been crazy to me. And, like, obviously, if you're in that kind of position in the government, like, you can't release everything out yeah. to the media because that'll just call, cause, like, a whole world crisis. But... Mm-hmm. Personally, I just, I find it crazy. Like, obviously, as as a country, we would want to know what's going on. But I also think that it's kind of good that we don't because so many people would have such different opinions about it yeah. that it would just cause a media war. Like, Yeah, you don't want to change everybody's perspective all at once and have the world riot. It's, it would legitimately just cause a media war. Yeah. yeah. Would not be pretty. Yeah, it would. But... I don't know. I, don't know. Just yeah. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies in this world. Whether they're, I mean, some may be even true. This, I mean, but I mean, I mean, there's some sensitive ones too. Like, I mean, nine eleven. There's a lot of conspiracy theories on that. A lot of conspiracy oh, theories. There's tons of conspiracy theories about nine eleven. Yeah. Like there were so many bodies that were just never found. You know, like. Yeah. That's nine eleven just sounds a ten- sensitive subject for everyone. Like yeah. I remember like we've gone over that so many times in school. Yeah, I mean, like but, I remember yeah. even this year, like I usually talk to my entire class about it. Like I'll give a little speech about nine eleven because like that just can't be a thing that's forgotten, you know? Yeah, and yeah. everybody a lot of people have sacrificed their lives for us that day. And we just have to be appreciative for them no matter what. Yeah. And I remember like this year I was we're in Zoom, you know, like we, I can't step up in front of the class and give a whole speech about it. So yeah. I kind of just, like, like it was 9-11, and I kind of wanted to do, like, a test, like, see, like, what teacher would say something about it. And only one teacher said something about 9-11, and that's because I spoke up and said something. Mm-hmm. Throughout all of my six classes, not one person said, oh, like, let's remember the, the heroes today for 9-11. Not, not one. Not even my history teacher said like you're teaching about American history and that's one of the biggest moments in American history and you can't even bring it up on the day. Yeah. And I don't know. I just thought it was kind of messed up. Like that's just something we can't forget. Yeah, but I mean, regardless of what really happened, I mean, thousands of lives were lost that day. I mean, regardless if it was an inside job or if it was really terrorist attacks, or if it was, you know, regardless of whatever happened that day, it, 
don't know. It's just regardless of what happens, slides are still lost, and I think that's why it's such a sensitive topic to talk about. And I mean, what do you guys think? I don't it's know, just, bro. Let's just—it's so—it's just a sad day in general. Like mm-hmm. hearing people talk about it, especially on that day, like it's just very sensitive, and you don't know how that event impacted other people's lives. You only really know how it impacted yours. And yeah. personally, in my in my experience, I wasn't born, so I, I yeah, can't no, say. I oh my god, like, that was, was such a tragic day for me. I was born year after, but I. I can't say that because I, I wasn't born. And for my family, they can say that because they were alive and they know how it affected them. And, yeah. um, I actually wasn't even born a year. I was born like a couple months after. Because it happened in yeah. September and I was born in May. So it was like really just the new year I just started. Yeah, but I've seen a bunch of conspiracy theories how the planes were uh, holographs and it was yeah, an inside job. I don't know, I don't know about planted. the holographs. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I feel like that was too advanced for the technology at the time. I I don't know. Nah, I would not. Technology. I would not count out. Yeah, I, would, I, I don't think that would be the reason. I feel like it is, because even like, I, even if they were to use that, like, it would have to be perfect. Yeah, like the CGI and all kinds of stuff like that they use in movies. Because that's what they would have to use CGI and like holograms and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only. You cut out. Sorry. The only thing that would have to be, um, like, I, yeah, it would have to be perfect, but, um, I mean, it's so sudden, you know, like, nobody's expecting it. Nobody's, like, looking mm-hmm. up in the sky, like, oh, look, there's a plane right there that's about to hit the, like, I think that, I don't think it was a holograph because the amount of equipment that would have had yeah. to be into it, like, it would have been found. Like, there's no way, unless, like, the, the feds were paid off or something, but I, Highly doubt that. I, just, I don't yeah. know. It uh, there's just a lot of conspiracy theories about it, and personally, we might never know what's going on. But the main story was the planes were hijacked, and yeah, that's why airport security is a hundred times more strict now, which is good. Should be like that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, me personally, I I don't think it was really. I mean, I do think the planes were hijacked, and I do think the planes were, were um, like hit. It's just I, I mean, I I watched this documentary. And I don't remember what it was called, and they said that the steel that they used was was like like not made to melt or collapse under its own pressure when they made um, the twin towers, right? And, yeah, and. And I just think that um, uh, I don't know. I just I when they when they say that you would think. I mean, yeah, it would break like the metal because it's obviously a, a full on plane. Yeah, that's a jet plane building. that can carry hundreds of people. That's, yeah. the impact on that. That's yeah. Uh, regardless, I, of the I metal. just don't know how it would collapse. You know, the way yeah, it did. You yeah. like you hit the top of it, which means you still have that full base, you know. Like, mm-hmm. like I get it. Like you hit the top of it, and like that's obviously going to cause a ripple effect throughout the entire tower because like that's a mm-hmm. big bang. Like I understand that, but yeah, with everybody coming out and saying like that tower wasn't meant to fall, like that that's one of the biggest towers in like New York City at the time. Like, mm-hmm. 
that has to be pretty sturdy and for it to come out and like get hit on the top and everybody's watching on the news just seeing like like that just gave us like a sign of weakness but i think ultimately it really showed how strong we are as a country you know like at our weakest times we came together when we needed to most and i remember my mom was telling me a story how the next day she's never seen so many american flags so many people outside talking to each other like so many people united as one and i honestly think that like as horrible as that day is and as horrific that day might be to so many people around the country and i pray for the heroes that went in and sacrificed their lives every night um we really honored them well by coming together as one and showing how strong we can be as a country when we need to unite together I don't know, but I kind of think that it was a as an inside job. But I, I don't know, again, we'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's move on from this uh, sad subject. Let's get some. Uh, yeah. We're talking about the laughs and the smiles <laughs> we're gonna provide for everybody. Mm-hmm. But now we're going into this deep stuff. So, um, so we've been into some sports, you know, like not. Or some we got some. We got some sports heads in here. We all play sports. We've all been. We've all had sports in our lives throughout our entire lives. Uh, personally, I'm a big Dodgers fan, diehard. Uh, that's my team. I've rocked with that team since I was a baby. Uh, my family are big Dodger fans. I actually just uh, saw them win the World Series in person. We were there in Texas. They had a limited capacity due to COVID, but I was lucky enough to be there. More so so appreciative just to be there and have to ex- have that experience. Um, seeing my team since I was little just finally win it all. It's been a rough three years for us, you know. We got cheated out um, twice, yeah. but just yeah. to see us uh, accomplish it and get Kershaw his ring, you know, really certifies him as a as a goat. Have some sound effects, you know, a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad, guys. Yeah, uh, my but... family's home, so I'm currently doing this outside. That was a that was a sound effect that was planned. I actually paid that guy. Um, he was he was a little bit a little bit ahead. But it's okay. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that was for the next topic. As all of you know, today is Sunday. And, you know, today's NFL Sunday. So I'll give you guys a little NFL scores around the NFL. So today, the Browns beat the Titans 41-35. Crazy. Baker Mayfield went off. Patriots shut up the Chargers 45-0. Camden had three touchdowns. Um, the Patriots defense stiff with the Chargers. Jaguars and Vikings went into OT, and the Vikings came out on top, 24, uh, 27-24. The Raiders almost lost to the 0-11 Jets until Derek Carr connected with Henry Ruggs on a 44-yard touchdown with 10 seconds left. The Bengals beat the – I mean, the Dolphins beat the Bengals 19-7. The Colts beat the they Texans They had a fight in that game, too. The Dolphins and Bengals had a little brawl in that game. I've kind of seen that, uh, yes. That's crazy. I was looking at it, and I was like, wow. Like, they were really going at it. The, the coach, the defensive coach, decided to come out after he thought there was a cheap shot on the field, and I was like, wow. But I don't know. All right, back to you. My bad. The Lions and the Bears uh, played today, and the Lions came out on top 34-30. The Bears are just having a bad season this year. They That's started, the they didn't they they start off five and back. They started, yeah. they started off five and zero. Uh-huh. When uh, they just, you know, those know. Bears fans <laughs> were loud, and so they started losing. Yeah, 
the Saints and the Falcons played today. Saints actually have Taysom Hill at quarterback, and they beat the Falcons 21-16 because Drew Brees is out with fractured ribs. Eagles and the Packers played, which these games just ended right now. Uh, Packers beat the Eagles 30-16. to Jalen Hurts replaced Carson Wentz in the third qu- at the end of the third quarter. He threw two touchdowns, and Jalen Jalen Rager returned a 77-yard uh, touchdown. Kickoff, oh, a kickoff return touchdown. <laughs> um, the Giants pulled off an upset against the Seahawks, 17-12. I know my boy David yeah. wanted the Seahawks to lose. Yes, yeah, so. sir. That, that puts the, that <laughs> the, puts Rams, the Giants first place in the NFC. Yeah. <laughs> the NFC uh, is the Rams, a joke, and I will stand by that. It is. It is. This year it is. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I admit it. Yeah, I admit it is. But I, next year, I guarantee – I know every Cowboy fan says this, you know, it's how you're next year, but I just feel like this year was kind of a bad year for us because of COVID and we didn't really have a full spring training. It's a brand new head coach. We had a brand new head coach. We had a brand new scheme. Like, yeah, everybody says, yeah, even though it's, everybody has the same position. And it's like, yeah, but everybody, if it's everybody, everybody keeps the same scheme. They just create new plays. Mm-hmm. It's easy to learn new plays and learn a new scheme. Honestly, so. as a Rams fan, like going into the season, you guys were hyped a lot. Like you guys had a good on paper, on paper. You guys had a solid paper, team. We were really like good. especially we, we that good. first week when you guys played the Rams. And I know me and uh, Uriel tend to argue a lot about football because, I mean, personally, I'm a football fan. I like the Rams. I'm an all LA fan. Uh, the Lakers, Rams, Dodgers. You know, um, but I'm not a diehard football fan. You know, like baseball is my thing. Mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. I will fight anybody about baseball stats, and I promise you, I'm yeah. stubborn. I will win. Huh. Football. I, <laughs> if I fight with Uriel, he's gonna get me eventually. I I can't keep up with him on that. He knows way more about it. Basketball. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of I'm kind of even. Like I I don't know everything, but I know like I can I can tell the game. Like I could be like, oh watch, yeah. like Danny Green's about to miss this game winner. <laughs> 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 but um yeah no, but definitely uh. It's good to see uh, the Los Angeles come back to be the city champions. You know, the Lakers caught a championship. The Dodgers caught a championship. Yeah. Hoping for the Rams to complete the cycle. And um, honestly, the way we've been playing, it's looking pretty good. We just beat the Cardinals. Um, as Uriel said, the yeah. Seahawks did lose. That puts us back up on first place. Uh, we're going to have a hard – we're not going to have that hard of a schedule remaining. We beat the Seahawks. We beat the Cardinals. We have the Patriots next week. And they just came off a pretty good game. Then again, it is against – it is against the Chargers. Uh, hashtag yeah. Justin Herbert. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, Herbert's a really good quarterback. I love Herbert. Yeah. Herbert, Herbert is I like uh, Herbert. Herbert's popping off for his rookie year, most definitely. Yeah. It, it sucks that he has to be on the card. He's my he's my nominee like, for rookie year. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I loved, most definitely. I loved I loved Herbert. I love Joe Burrow. And if they give Jalen Hurts a chance, I feel like he would, hey, prayers he to he Joe Burrow, bro. Kyler Murray too is going off this year. Prayers to Joe Burrow. That was a sad story. Yeah. You know, he tore his ACL, yeah. his MCL. Yeah. He has other structural damage, and that's horrible. You know, like honestly, I've always found that so sad. like heartbreaking. As a yeah, like being so good that you're the number one pick out of everybody in the world. You're the number one pick in the NFL draft, but you have to go to the worst team. I've always found that so like. I wish they would do it as, like, it's a lottery, you know? Like, each team gets to go in. You get your draft picks. Like, it's a lottery. You get your draft picks. And then you could still trade them, you know? But, like, if it, like, for the NFL, like, it just goes based off of records. And 
I find like I get it. Like it's to it's to keep it even and it's to keep it to make sure there's no like, oh my god, like the Rams had the most amazing thing. Like they got the first pick this year and the next year, and they're, they're gonna ultimately become a really really good team and a dynasty, you might say. But like to put players at risk like that, especially if you're QB and you're going to the Bengals who don't have an offensive line by any means. Look look at what happens, you know, like he's out for this season, maybe next season, like that just completely changes his career. Like that could change, like that could easily change a Hall of Fame career to an average career, you know? Like I've just always found that so yeah. Just so unfair for the players, like yeah. If you look at Dak too, Dak was going to have a pretty good record-breaking season. Oh yeah, Dak he, was on Dak was on pace. Like as a Rams fan, I, I don't like the Cowboys, but he was he was yeah. he was on fire. He was doing good. Yeah. He was the even entire we Cowboys losing, team. <laughs> yeah, even though we were losing, like I feel like too, all of our like motivation and momentum just went with him. Uh-huh. Like after he got hurt, I feel like our team just like just gave up basically, kind of. Like because we still we have, I say this and everybody else says this. I feel like we have this the best backup quarterback in the league, and we don't. Like you can't have a better backup quarterback than that. I mean, he was a starter, you know, but yeah, but and then and then we end up losing our whole offensive line. Yeah, and then we lose. That, we don't have a safety who can't play defense. That injury was gruesome. That ugh. yeah, yeah, Dak. It was I want to see a compound ankle fracture, where they said compound because uh his bone had popped out yeah. of his skin. So ugh. yeah, and it, I think Dak. They said Dak made it worse. Because he tried to put it back in place. Because if you go back and look at the replay, you could see him trying to like stomp his foot into the floor and try to put it back in. It I was, could never, bro. It was nasty. It was nasty yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky enough to say that throughout my 16 years of life, I've never broken a bone. And I have. I was very close to breaking my 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 leg. Trying to find wood. I, I was. I was. I was uh-huh. doing my freshman year, and I ended up just missing. I didn't miss the box. I just didn't jump high enough and. Hit the hit the box with my shin. I was about three centimeters off of my leg bone, and I had about a five centimeter hole. Ooh, I remember that. It was gross. That hole, that hole was about a quarter, like the size of a quarter. That's how big the hole was. Wow. I do remember that. Yeah. I can't assure you that it I was seen, disgusting. I had seen, it was pretty nasty because I was walking around and my friend. I was like, "Oh, like why does my shin hurt?" My friend like tapped my shoulder. He's like, "Bro, your leg." And I didn't even look down. I, just, I started rubbing my my leg, and my middle finger slipped inside the hole, and I felt my bone. Oh, yeah, and then I, I looked down. I just see a hole, and I just start like I, I started panicking. I was like, "Oh my god, what the heck just happened?" Yeah, no. Couldn't do that. Yeah, no. But um, honestly though, it doesn't hurt anymore. I got done boxing. I just stopped doing boxing like on the wood boxes and. The metal box because I I had done it on the on the wood box, so yeah. So now I just start doing plastic ones. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your what's your top five NFL players? Top five all like all time or in the league? Uh, right? All time? Yeah, we'll do all time and then the league. Okay. Okay. All time number one has to be. Randy Moss. Really? That's really? Number, <clears throat> number two. Number two. You have to go Barry Sanders. Um, okay. All right. I feel it. 
Barry Sanders, I feel like, was the best running. Even though he didn't win a Super Bowl, he was the most, like, athletic, agile, yeah. fast running back you could have. He was all yeah. running back. All running back. Um, my third would be – my third would be – dang, this is tough. Jerry Rice. Uh, I said Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is a very good Jerry Rice is a very yeah. good receiver. Jerry Pretty Rice much holds every record back for a receiver. Yeah. A quarterback, the greatest quarterback. I wanna say Tom Brady, but I know he's like I'm 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 gonna have to say Tom yeah. Brady. Tom Brady. He's the greatest quarterback ever. Wow. He's the GOAT. Okay. And then number number five. Number five. Trace McSorley. Put... <laughs> <laughs> I would have to put one of my favorite players <clears throat> ever to play the game. Trey Palomar. Good pick. Hey, yo, <laughs> Mr. Head and Shoulders himself. Good pick. Even though I'm not a Steelers fan, I love the way he oh, played. Good pick. I love the way he was just like, he flew around the field. Like, if I, I right now I can't name my top five safeties ever because I I don't know why I just love the yeah that's position. that's the thing I feel like if you're like but, and, uh, that's like the best position uh, you can play that's the thing with picking all time it's positions you, come in so yeah. like it's a big factor in yeah. choosing your top five yeah hey oh, to everybody listening to this podcast I do not know football like that I mean I do I can name players I know the players. Um, honestly, my top five NFL players of all time. Number one, coming in, <clears throat> Kobe Bean Bryant. <laughs> number two, <laughs> number two, Matthew Maher coming oh out of Michigan State. Goodness. Honestly, <laughs> really, really goaded at Six the game. Six five frame. Number three, number three. <clears throat> Got to go with Olaf. Honestly, homie is jacked. Uh, Six seven. Just plays his position very well. Number four, Ronald McDonald. Ooh. Homie is built different. He will show you what a blitz is really like. He shows you what football should be like. Coming in at number five, and don't underestimate him, Burger King foot lettuce. Shaquille oh. O'Neal. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, greatest D-lineman to ever play the game. Honestly, averaged 17 billion oh, sacks Jesus. in one season. Never A stat that will never be broken. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, I think my all-time favorite NFL player, considering I wasn't a big NFL plan or a big NFL fan, my pardon me, <laughs> a big NFL fan as a younger kid. If we're going off of uh, today, it would have to be Aaron Donald. I'm a Rams fan, so watching Aaron Donald play, especially considering that I did play D line for a little bit, watching him move and just watching like his drills and stuff, it's honestly it's it's fascinating. Like it's just it's crazy looking at it. Like. You look at him and you're just like, wow, like a guy that big should not be able to he, move like that. Like, it, it, it shouldn't happen. For me, for me, at least, he's talking about that. It should not happen. Like, a guy that big should not be able to move how he's mm-hmm. moving. It, it, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Like, you look at him and you're just like astonished. Like, and everybody's like, oh, like Aaron Donald didn't have this many sacks this game. I mean, you're, you're double teaming him the entire game. That's a 200 pound man going against 500 pounds like, consecutively. Like, but yeah. yeah, I think definitely Aaron Donald has to be my number one. And yeah, well, who are you guys' top five? Oh, okay. this year? 
Well, let, let's <laughs> <your> answer, <laughs> Oh my god, my arms forgot. I'm so sorry. All right, guys. <laughs> Gio, oh, my bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Gio. Uh, well, Mr. Gio, to yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much like Uriel, you know, played football in my life, so I, I know a lot. I, I definitely studied the game yeah. for a long, long, long time. But, um, yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. <sighs> uh, yeah, my number one player of all time got to be Jerry Rice. And there's just no one has ever had a career like that. He literally has every single record for a receiver broken. Like, he, he has it all. Yeah. And, I mean, when you talk to – if you interview a receiver, everyone's like, oh, I want to break the record that Jerry Rice has. You know what I mean? Like, everyone yeah. – that's that's the the goal that every receiver should have. I mean, to be, to be better than Jerry Rice. And I just – I don't know. I think that there no one's going to have a season that just breaks all his records and stuff. But – Number two, all time. David Martinez coming out of UCLA. I don't know. Number <laughs> two. I'm going to have to go with Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Even Barry though Sanders. he – I'm a Cowboys fan, and obviously I love Emmett Smith. I mean, he's the all-time rushing lead, yeah, leading leader. That's good. Yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. been a role model for me. I mean, I play running back, and – Emmett Smith was, I mean, he, I mean, he's the rushing leader. You know, he's had that record for a long time. <laughs> yeah, he's really good. And, um, yeah. The fact that he was yeah. doubted, too, a lot because yeah. he was short. A lot of people were like, because I want to say he went to yeah, Florida. Yeah, he went to Florida. <laughs> he went to Florida and he played for Jimmy Johnson, which is our coach who led us in yeah. a few Super Bowls. Or two. That's the two. And, um. Oh, actually, no. We went. Yeah, we went back to back to back with Jimmy Johnson, and then we won one with another coach. But um, he played with him, and uh, I guess everybody doubted him. They were like, "You're too short. You're not." Same thing. Same with Barry Sanders. You can't get as short as a running back. Barry Sanders was short. Yeah, but he he yeah. pooed himself, and yeah. the best game I say Emmitt Smith played was when he played. I think it was the NFC Championship, and he played with the broken oh, collarbone. I want to say. He played, yeah. with, he played with the broken collarbone, and they won the game. I want to see he rushed for over 110 yeah. yards. Yeah, that was intense. But, yeah, I, even though <laughs> Emmett Smith is, I mean, statistically the best, best running back ever, I still think that very soon he was just yeah. better. I mean, right. Emmett Smith. Only Emmett's, one way to handle this. Uh, who has a better card in Madden? <laughs> nah, dude. Um, he I'm just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> Emmett, Emmett did last year. Emmett did last year because Emmett got a 99 overall card. And then Barry still Didn't had Barry have his... a 99 overall card too? I think it was 98. Yeah, he did. So. MMG played with it. No. Yeah. I don't know. I remember. I remember last year, I played Madden a lot. I played a lot this year, but I played Madden more last year. And um, I remember I had I had built I had a team that I wanted, but then after that I gave up and I just built an all-time Cowboys team. And I know that Emmett Smith was a really good one. It was like the highest running yeah, back. But... The one, the best one. You can yeah, that's my that's my number two though. Uh, Barry Sanders, and then number three. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, Deion Sanders, prime time. See, I honestly, I want to replace him with my fifth Troy Polamalu because I forgot yeah. about. Him. 
I mean, I he, he could do it all. He's he so really good. could have done it all. He was he so good. He did it good. all. I mean, his speed and everything he could have done. I mean, and he he was the best, there's, probably the best a, player on every yeah. team he played on. People say he has the fastest yeah, one. Yeah, heard that story. But it's still it's yeah, still yet to be proven. Story. But um, and um, yeah. Who's your fifth? Nah, my fourth. Oh, my fourth. My fourth. Oh, your fourth. Lawrence fourth, Taylor. Dude, that he is the best defensive player of all time. <laughs> By far, he's yeah. the best defensive player. Yeah, he is really good. Lawrence yeah. Taylor, and then number five, <laughs> probably go with Tom Brady. He's definitely the best quarterback of all time. I I hate the Patriots. Yeah. I hate that they won freaking every championship. But yeah. you gotta Honestly. get credit. you gotta get credit where credits do. I mean, well, other quarterback won like freaking six titles with the same team as the starters the whole time for yeah. how, like twenty seasons. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. So yeah, all right, boys. Well. Um... Send it off, you know, we're about to hit that 40-minute mark, and people are probably already bored of hearing our voices. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> all right, well, to end off this first podcast, we're going to give you guys some inspiration because we know how times are getting kind of bland, and uh, especially in Zoom classes with those freaking awkward-ass uh, breakout rooms. <laughs> I have never joined a breakout room where somebody actually talks. I've day. never been in a breakout room. I've, yeah, me either. I've, I've been in two, and... The one that I did that I actually enjoyed, it was two girls, and I got both their snap. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty, uh, pretty good day for me because they were a year older than me. They were in their second year in college, and I was in my first. So I was like, yay! <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never joined but, a breakout yeah. room where somebody has talked. I've joined a breakout room where I had a staring contest with somebody. Um, <laughs> I won. Just yeah. to make sure. <laughs> but um yeah so to end it off you know times are getting a little bit tough out here uh i know for me i just lost my dog today uh rest in peace mm-hmm. to to my boy you know uh i loved him with all my heart he really was a special dog he's been around since i was a baby and he'll always have a special place in my heart you know he did die the same day as our previous dog died so he we know he just wanted to see his brother he missed him and he wanted to go up there and talk to him and god knew it was his time uh we we weren't ready for him to go but god knew it was his time and i i'm just glad he's not suffering anymore you know he's up there happy with his brother and um but yeah it's, it's been hard these past couple of months you know i remember uh when well is it back we in first March, the news. yeah when we first got the news over the intercoms I know sports players were kind of bummed because they uh, actually had a baseball game right after school and they canceled it saying everybody go home next two weeks off for school. And everybody was like, oh, let's go. Like, we're going to play PS4 and this is going to be the greatest two weeks ever. And then it extended it and we were still pretty happy about it. And nobody thought it would be a year. Nobody thought we would go into our next year not going to see our friends every day at school, not seeing our teachers in person. And it sucks, you know, like we've all been at a time in school where like, Oh, I'd rather be at home right now. Oh, I'd rather do online school. But I've never yeah. really appreciated school like that until yeah. this time, you know. And it's been kind of tough. Yeah. So just sending this podcast off, we're going to give you guys our favorite quotes and what they mean to us. Hopefully inspire you guys to, yeah. if you guys are down, <clears throat> if you guys are feeling kind of bummed out lately. Uh, we're definitely going to 
we're going to try to help for that. Uh, this is going to be a weekly thing. Hopefully some people listen. You know, if it's just one or two listeners, you know, hopefully we put a smile on two people's faces. And I'll start off if you guys don't want to go. If you guys don't mind, I'll start it off. Um, my favorite quote is a quote by Paul Brandt. Uh-huh. It's just a quote that has inspired me to do a lot of things. And when I am feeling down, it's just something I think about. Uh, the quote is, um, don't tell me the sky's the limit when there are footprints on the moon. And that's a big quote, you know, like people are always saying, you know, the sky's the limit, but there's no limit for your success. There's never going to be a limit for your success. There's um, you can do whatever you want in life, whether people believe you can do it or not. You're your own person, you know, go for what you want. Yeah. Do what you want. Do what you love. Do what you have a passion for. That's just always been a big quote in my life. You know, um, when I'm pushing for something and when I want something that I think is impossible, but I just go for it. You know, like another big quote is you only live life once. And it's true. You don't have a rerun for this. You know, like there's not like it's not a video game where you can replay the mission. You know, you have one time, you have one shot. So uh, don't waste it. You know, like I know there's not a limit on any success for anybody, no matter who you are, no matter what conditions you live in. Uh, you always have people who love you. I love you. Even if I don't know you, I love you. <laughs> but um, most definitely, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you guys again Sunday. And uh, Gio, Uriel, you guys are up. Uh, uh, you want to go, go or I go? Uh, my quote, um, I don't really look at quotes, honestly, that much, but... One that I've been re- like recently like uh, looking at and just thinking about every day is uh, it's just a quote that I found online. Um, it's it goes, "Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile." And, like, I look at the, I I feel like I relate to this because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now with COVID and a bunch of other stuff. But like the number one thing right now is racism. A lot of racism is going on in the world right now, and I I feel like I've I've written I want to say or essays already about this. And I just feel like it needs to be stopped because everybody should be treated the same. It doesn't matter what color you are. Um, It doesn't matter how you look, the way you walk, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. You should just be treated the same, with the same respect. Like, it it, it just hurts knowing that every day, you know, a lot of people, and it's not just, it's not just black people, it's us Mexicans, some whites, and it had like it could be other religions like Jews, it could be um, Muslims, um, Chinese people, Japanese people, Korean people. There's always a bunch of stereotypes about a bunch of different races, and I feel like that's wrong because you should actually get to know the race before you start judging it. Because then that's just gonna create a whole different judgment, and it's just it's gonna make the world even worse. But a cool let your smile change the world. Let your smile change your world, but don't let the world change your smile. I feel like it means, you know, just always think positive. Don't let anything, like, get in your way. Just always, like, even if you're down, like, say someone dies in your family, like, don't let your kids or, like, just don't let anybody see you sad if you're a happy person. Just try to be always happy, you know? Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I'm sorry, I kind of agree with you, but it's not a bad thing to be sad, you know, like, if you're sad, 
Yeah, that's what people yeah, say. You know, if you really need somebody to be there with yeah. you, you have family. Like I said, yeah. you have people who love you. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. don't let... I think what Yuri was trying to get across is don't let anything in this world affect who you are as a person. Don't yeah. let something that is going on in the world, as he said, racism and stereotypes. I just actually had a discussion about this in class. Uh, stereotypes are just a thing that should be a thing of the past, you know, get to know the person and uh, mm-hmm. love everybody. We're all equal. We're all here on this earth. We all have our roles. We all have our importance. And this world is meant for everybody who's in it. Don't let yeah. the world change who you are. You change the world with who you are. Yeah. All right, Jay, you want to talk? All right, well, <clears throat> I mean, I've lived by this quote by a long time now. And um, it's a... Uh, by Irma uh, Bombeck, and it says, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say I used everything you gave me. And I use this, I mean, not only like in football and stuff, but I use this for life, you know. Um, I think it's important to live your full potential, full potential out. And I mean, I know there's people out there, I mean, I've been there before where it's just been like, oh, I don't have a potential or I, what is my potential or just, I like, like I don't know what's going to happen. And I mean, I mean, realistically, no one knows what their potential is and what their, and what their purpose is here, you know? And I just want to, I just, I think it's important to know that for at least in my life, I want to know that I did everything I could while I was here on this earth. You know, you know, I just, yeah. I always thought about, I, I want to change one person's life at least, you know, and I just, I think it's important to, for us to just, I don't know how to say it, it's just for everyone to, because everyone's potential and purpose is great, you know, there's not one person out here who's, who. Mm-hmm has a potential less than someone else's. And I truly stand by that. I truly believe that. And, you know, I just, for me personally, I, I, I am religious. I do believe in God. I go to church often. And I just, I think that it's one day if, you know, God, uh, God allows me to go up to heaven. And I, I want to be able to tell him that, I used everything he gave me and that I, I left everything that I lived everything that he wanted me to live through. And that I got through everything that he, he wanted me to. And I, I think that's very important in my life at least. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I know I'm a very religious person as well. And like Jill said, God is, God made us all equal. Yeah. Regardless of who you are, regardless of what you do, your skin color, your race, your religion. We were all put here equally. We all have the equal amount of potential. We all have, you know, some of us may not all have the same resources. And it sucks, but whatever resources you have, make what you can. And those were great quotes by the both of you. Yeah. Uh, really inspiring. Honestly, they those hit hard. Um, at least for me, and I hope they do for the people who are listening. Uh, it's been... Really? It's been um, it's been nice. It's <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I'll I'll see you guys next week for sure. And I thank you guys for listening. If you do listen, if you guys listen all the way to the end, I appreciate you guys more than you'll ever know. I love you all. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys want to plug in your socials, but I am. Um, if you guys want to, <laughs> oh my if you guys God. want to, using us for followers, ladies, but... ladies. No, I'm just, just what? Ladies. I'm just saying, ladies, ladies, if you guys, ladies. If you guys want, six, you guys seven, two seventy-five. If you guys want, if you guys want, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Mister Tapia Twenty-One on IG, and my Twitter is Eaboy Uriel. No spaces. So yeah, that's my social. If you want to add me on there? Okay. I mean, if we're doing it, I, I don't, I don't know my Snapchat. I'll be real honest with you, but I know my Instagram. I don't have yeah, Twitter. My Instagram is a uh, David dot zero eight one seven. Um, you can find me on there if you want. Give it a follow. Uh, it's been nice talking to you guys, Gio. You want to give it up? I mean, I guess so. I mean, uh, it's a uh, Gio underscore Aggie, <laughs> and um, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, all right. It's been a blast. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening to us. Yeah. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening to the first episode of Off the Dome. I love you all. Have a great week. Have a great day. Whatever's going on, I hope you get through it. I'll pray for you all. Love you all. Catch you guys later. All right. See ya.